Are you aching for a love that will never leave? A presence that will push back the dark? If so, I have good news for you. God's love is relentless, even when your faith isn't. Well, hello, welcome to the Relentless Podcast. I am Michelle Kashak, the author of the book, Relentless, The Unshakable Presence of a God Who Never Leaves. Uh, and I have put together this 15-episode podcast to go along with the book. However, even if you haven't read the book, hopefully you will find something valuable here within this 15-episode podcast that will uh, give you hope, uh, will make you feel less alone, and ultimately that will help strengthen your faith. Uh, the goal of this podcast is to provide, very simply, some behind-the-scenes information and insight uh, to the stories that I share in the book, Relentless, but also to create a space for us to have very honest conversation about the struggle between an authentic faith that can last and withstand any difficult circumstances and the reality of um, lives that are often filled with a whole lot of pain, a lot of unanswered questions and doubts, and suffering that doesn't go away. So how is it even possible uh, to believe in a good and loving God when life seems to go off the rails at times. And so I hope to, at least in a little bit of a way, the best of my ability, provide a space for us to have some honest conversations about that. And maybe this is my goal, for you to be able, at the other side of this, to see more proof, more evidence of God's reality, uh, of God's goodness, of God's uh, unending affection and relentless presence with you, even when you can't feel or see him. Um, before we get started, this is kind of the introductory episode of a podcast. There are a few things that you need to do. First of all, you need to get the book right here, Relentless here. I'll put it right in front so you can see it. Woo! Isn't that pretty? So for those who are looking at the video, uh, you can see that I held up the book. For those of you who are listening to the audio, you can't see it, so you're just going to have to go online and look at it, but it is a beautiful cover, and uh, you need to get a copy of the book. You can get it at Amazon very easily, have it shipped overnight. Uh, you can go to any bookseller, major bookseller, and find it. You can also download it on Kindle or on Audible where you can listen to it. I actually read the book myself, so you get to hear even more of my voice. You can also find it on my website. So those are some options for you to get the book. Um, like I said, if you can't get the book, hopefully this podcast will still have a lot of great takeaway for you without it, but you, uh, the podcast will be so much more rich if you can actually have a copy of the book. So get the book, second read it. Now, you don't have to read it all at once. You can read it in tiny bite-sized pieces. You can read it all at once. I'm told that um, it's hard to put down, which is like the best compliment any writer can get. Uh, but you can uh, literally read it at your own pace. There is no rush. Uh, you can put it down, you can read the chapter, listen to the podcast, then go back and read another chapter, listen to the podcast. But it would be helpful if you read a chapter before you listen to the podcast episode that goes along with it. Then third, subscribe to the podcast and uh, to my YouTube channel. So this is going to be sent out in audio format on multiple podcast um, platforms, but you can also find every episode on my YouTube channel. That's uh, my YouTube channel uh, is Michelle Kashat, just my name, one L, two T's. 
and you can watch the video of me recording this in my home office and uh, you can do it that way. So whatever works for you, but I want to make this as easy as possible, uh, possible. And then fourth, I highly recommend you invite a friend or two to do this with you. Uh, this is not a lighthearted journey. <laughs> I keep asking God to let me write books about things like napkin folding and donut eating, but unfortunately, the topic that I've been given to write on for the last several years is all about faith and suffering. And uh, so it's not a lighthearted topic. And yet, it's a topic that you and I need to have conversations about. We need to spend more time wrestling with this. And that is best done in a group uh, of trusted friends in a community setting. It's a great place for us to ask our questions. And when we ask them out loud in a community setting, we often find out that we're not alone, that God is with us and, uh, and that we end up learning something through the wrestling of this together. And so I highly recommend that. I want this podcast to be uh, not just the only conversation, but simply the beginning of a conversation. Uh, there's a, a really important quote that I share in the book uh, that has kind of summed up this journey for me. Uh, and it's a quote by John Orberg. I read his book, Soul Keeping, over the last few years, and it was one of many that have supported my journey of faith. But he simply said this, if you ask people who don't believe in God why they don't, the number one reason will be suffering. If you ask people who believe in God when they grew most spiritually, the number one answer will be suffering one or the other. The funny thing about suffering is you don't remain neutral. Suffering has a way of pushing us out of our complacency and comfort zone and making us choose. Do we believe what we say we believe or not? And uh, I just want to do everything that I can to provide a resource that would help those of us who are in really hard circumstances actually grow in our faith, not lose it. That's my hope. Okay, there are some important resources and notes that I want to make before we go into episode two. Um, the first of all, the first is, is that on my website, if you go to uh, the website relentless-book.com, relentless-book.com, or you can go to michellecachette.com forward slash relentless, either way it gets you to the same place. That is the webpage for the book, Relentless. If you go there, you will find all kinds of resources on that page, including a premium expanded study guide uh, with, with additional questions for you. There are questions for discussion in the back of the book, but I put together a very expansive study guide that's much more in-depth. So if you wanted to do this book as a let's say a spring study with your friends or a book club study over the period of a couple months. You can use that premium expanded study guide for that. In addition, uh, I recorded prayers to accompany each chapter. My goal was to pray over each of you at the end of each chapter. If you'd like to download those, those are available as well. Uh, we also have some different resources to help you create your own altar stones. Now, if you don't know what that is yet, I'm going to tell you about it on the next episode. But just to let you know, those are a few of the episode, or the um, resources that are available to you. You simply need to go to relentless-book.com or michellecachette.com forward slash relentless to get those. Uh, and this is uh, another note that I wanted to make. This is a bit more serious. I have heard from some people who have read the book, um, some very specific individuals that have gone through very hard stories. They've experienced some pretty significant traumas, abuse, 
major losses, tragic accidents, different things like that. If you are living a hard, hard story, I want to give you a heads up that don't be surprised if some of the topics that I discuss hit you in a tender place. Uh, that would not be surprising. Uh, you have been through a lot. So if the topics that we talk about, the chapters in the book hit that tender place, I just want to give you a heads up so you're not surprised about that. But most importantly, I want you to get the resources and supports around you that you need. So uh, that means if you need to read a little bit and stop and walk away from it for a while, that is totally okay. This is not a race. We are we are not frantically trying to get through this book. There's not a checklist that you have to complete in order to get an A. <laughs> That's not what this is about. You do it at your own pace. I have no doubt that God will lead you through it every step of the way. So take your time. Um, make sure that you take really good care of yourself. So uh, you may need to find a really good trusted Christian counselor where you live. Uh, you might need to connect with a grief support group at your church. Grief Share is a great resource that has helped a lot of my friends and family. Uh, you might need to get a circle of friends and just tell them, hey, I'm doing this journey. I'm walking through this book. It's kind of stirring up a lot of things. Would you pray for me? Or can we just talk about it? Uh, but just don't be surprised, okay? So if you have a hard story, make sure you're very smart, you take good care of yourself, and sur surround you with good, safe, trusted community to walk you through that. There is a, uh, a story that I want to share with you. Uh, I got a message from someone not that long ago. I had done a uh, presentation that was aired on a national platform and a gentleman sent me a message online. He found me online and sent me a message and this is what he said. I'm sure you hear this all the time, but I was surfing the radio channels hoping to find some decent rocks to listen to. I always quickly change the station if it's religious, but I landed on a station and I was drawn to listen to something you were saying about a little girl who was asking you why you talk funny. For at least the first 10 minutes, maybe more like 20 minutes, it didn't feel religious at all until well after you explained your life changes. This speech brought me to tears. One, because of what the subject matter was. And two, because I have some strange spiritual things happening to me recently. It's like God has been trying to get my attention. And I feel he put me in the path of you. I am a truck driver. Not an easy life in any way. I attend church only on major holidays. And besides the fact my belief is I can pray anywhere I want, not in need of a church. And yet there are certainly things about me that I am looked for at in a bad way. So this speech hit all of those buttons. For now, I just want to thank you for sharing your life. What a great way to leave a footprint in the sand. Now, the reason I'm sharing that with you is because uh, some random stranger in a truck driving across the country happened to be surfing the radio one day looking for rock music to listen to. He's not even entirely sure where his faith rests. Not entirely sure of that. But at the same time, in the middle of the U.S. in a truck driving across the country, God found him there using just the radio channel to do it. 
that he happened to land on. He didn't even sound religious. It's funny how God does that sometimes. He finds us in ways that don't sound religious at all, and yet it's his way of finding us. And this is what I want you to know. Um, what is at stake here? The stakes are high. What is at stake here right now for you and me aren't our circumstances. It's not the diagnosis you received. It's not the child that you don't know where he or she is. You've lost contact. They're not speaking to you, and you don't know where they are. It's not the addiction of the person that you love. It's not your doubts, your questions, your confusion. It's not the job that you want that you don't have or the financial bill that you need to, to pay and you have no idea where you're going to get the money for it. It feels like those are the biggest stakes right now, but they're not. What is at stake right now more than anything else is your faith and mine. And our circumstances, our pain, can blind us to the reality that what is most at stake isn't in this life, it's the one to come. There's a story in the Bible where Jesus is talking to his disciples. This is before Jesus was arrested and crucified and died. This was before that. Jesus knew what was coming. And he looked at Peter, one of his 12 disciples. Peter was well-intentioned, but he was often impulsive and emotional and uh, maybe a bit self-righteous at times. And uh, Jesus looked at Peter and said, and I paraphrase, uh, Peter, Satan has asked to sift you as wheat. In other words, he said, this is my paraphrase, uh, Peter, Satan's asked to kick your butt. He's going to make your life really difficult here shortly. You're going to go through things you never thought you'd go through. He's asked to sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for you, Peter. But I have prayed for you, Peter, that when you turn back, that when you realize what really is most important, that your faith would not fail. Jesus said, but I've prayed for you, Peter, that when you've turned back, your faith would not fail. And that you would, when you turn back, you would strengthen your brothers. There were, this was like such a critical moment in Peter's life. Jesus knows what's coming. He's getting ready to face a really hard circumstance. Everything that he believed in will come into question. And what Jesus prays for in that moment is not Peter's health, is not Peter's extended family, not Peter's fishing career. Uh, what Jesus prays for in that moment for Peter is his faith. And he tells Peter, I've prayed for you, Peter, that your faith would not fail. And that that entire story in the New Testament has meant so much to me because it's helped me to remember that what is most is at stake in our lives isn't that really hard thing that we're dealing with right now, this impossible circumstance that feels like it's taking us under. What's really at stake right now is our faith and that Jesus himself has prayed for us. Jesus himself has prayed that our faith would not fail. Uh, and then second, that we would then, on the other side of it, turn around and help each other. And that's what I hope to do uh, for you throughout this 15-episode podcast uh, about the book Relentless, The Unshakable Presence of a God Who Never Leaves. My hope is that you, as you read this, as you listen to the podcast, watch the video, process with friends, that you and I would become the kind of people whose faith would not fail no matter what comes, that we wouldn't 
lose hold of what we believe, but that we would hang on to it even tighter. All right. Thank you, friends. Let me pray over us, and um, that will be it. Father, thank you for this tremendous opportunity to do this journey together. Thank you for the way that uh, you have used the worst of circumstances to help me to see you more clearly. I pray the same for my brothers and sisters, God, that no matter what they're facing right now, that you would show them yourself, that you would open their eyes, open their ears, their hearts, their minds, their memories, to see evidences of you in places they uh, never imagined they would see you that you would help them to get a vision of your presence with them uh, long before this moment. And, and then at the same time, give them renewed confidence, assurance, belief in your presence with them, no matter what may come. In the name of Jesus, amen. Are you aching for a love that will never leave? A presence that will push back the dark? If so, I have good news for you. God's love is relentless, even when your faith isn't. And the circumstances you fear might drown your faith could become the stones giving testimony to it. Join me and let's find evidence of Him together.